Hello and welcome back to the Gorporium. We've been waiting for you. Have we? And here I thought you were just enjoying my company. Well, after a potential eternity of living in the Gorporium, sometimes it's nice to see anyone else. I see how it is. Well, if you like them so much, how about you go live with them instead? Well, considering they can't even remember our names, I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah, they do look a bit frightened of the concept. Don't worry, we don't often bite. And for future reference, I'm Fox. And I'm still just Bella. And we're just two gore whores who swallowed some fireflies to make our eyes glow in the dark. We've got excellent eyesight now, so do not be sneaking around. Frankly, we're not the ones you need to worry about if you do. Speaking of sneaking around, there's one house in particular you should never go exploring in. Ma's house. Yeah, Ma, from the horror thriller movie Ma from 2019, doesn't take too kindly to strangers venturing upstairs. For once in a horror movie, you're definitely better off in the basement. Frankly, you're better off not going anywhere near her house. And let us tell you why. I hope you like spoilers. And underage drinking. You do? You naughty bugger. (laughs) Now, let's begin. What have you been up to? I have been doing lots of uni work, which is really quite boring. It's just sort of admin. Although I did submit my film and I'm very happy about that. So that's good. Yes, I saw the film and it is rather wonderful, Ah, rather magical. Thank you. It's on our Twitter to anybody who wants to see it. Yes, yes. But keep it, keep it dumb because I might submit it to festivals and they're not allowed to know uh, that I've posted it anywhere. But that's fine. Right. Um, Top secret. Have very, a look at it on secret. Twitter. Have a secret look. I have a very secret sneaky look. Other than that, um, I have not been doing very much, to be honest. It's kind of just been working, then sleeping, and then working and then calling Fox. So... Yeah, we've been doing a lot of hanging out yeah. virtually. Virtual hanging out. Yeah, we've we've done plenty. The way that we mean virtual is that we're both holding up TV screens in front of our faces that are connected to cameras. <laughs> so we're right in front of each other. We're just looking at each other through TV screens. I was going to say that we sometimes decide to go through different portals oh and then call each other from different places just for funsies yeah but with like futuristic technology that none of you know about yet it's sort of a magic mirror uh situation like we both have (laughs) Uh, a, a mirror so more like actually not futuristic technology like medieval witches yeah it's like medieval (laughs) witch technology which is kind of (laughs) cool yeah right i'm yeah so i've been boring basically what have you been up to well i mean similar because i've been calling you a lot and we've been playing a lot of um zoo tycoon 2 which has been it has been a very good time it has been the highlight of my week playing zoo tycoon 2 we have some very beautiful 
uh, <laughs> animals, <laughs> animals. We have yeah. we have an extinct animals park, and I spent a long do. time downloading lots of extra animals. What do we have? Yeah. Some we mods. Had, we had some we fat-headed have... newts for a while, but they were a right pain in the ass, and we had to send them for adoption. Yeah. <laughs> they refused to eat, which wasn't working ultimately no not really but yeah we've got all the creatures from the amazing tv show walking with dinosaurs oh what a show i found our dvd of that the other day (gasps) it's two dreams colliding because not only have i missed zoo tycoon 2 which is my favorite game as a child and a teenager but also Walking with Dinosaurs was also my favourite show at around the same time. So to be able to dive into these things again at the age of 24 has been quite wonderful, really. I'm regressing (laughs) back into my dinosaur-obsessed youth. Yeah. Um, I tell you what other show was really good that we used to watch was Prehistoric Park. Yes, that That was excellent. And Primeval. And Primeval. I actually, yeah, we found... I found our collection of Primeval DVDs, so time to watch Connor be in a little vest and wear fingerless gloves and be generally the fashion icon that he always has been. The person that made me trans mask. (laughs) (laughs) And the person that made me decide in year eight to wear a waistcoat and a fedora and fingerless gloves to our non-school uniform day. Yeah, and a scarf. Don't forget about that. The scarf was an important aspect, but that it's his fault that that happened to me. Yeah, bootcut jeans as well, and yeah. like Converse, mine were actually red like skinny jeans. Converse. Yeah, 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 yeah. He influenced our style in a way that maybe wasn't for the best, but. <laughs> ultimately is iconic (laughs) (laughs) really bad i got bullied awfully that day it's all connor's fault (laughs) right uh deeply tragic um i've got a couple things i got an excellent binder yeah the first one that is ever fit these big old knockers (laughs) so it is it has caged them it has flattened them it has done done the damn thing that yeah. poor binder is is breaking its back for me yeah, and he's working at overtime these f cups uh, that i have been so unfairly given in my life i um it's okay i am the same also the problem is is that we were we were very much blessed with all chest no butt I think my uh, I think my ass crack is probably about two centimeters long, um, completely flat. I have to wear a belt with every pair of trousers I ever wear. It's, I'm actively I... concave. I'm shaped like a capital P. Oh no! So, I gotta say, I actually do have I have some booty, so I have I have a degree of balance, but. I definitely do have like spindly little like baby Bambi legs <laughs> and then just like huge chest. So yeah. I do look like I should be like falling over. I need like Been weights bimbo, in my shoes. Bimbified. <laughs> like you know that you know that bimbification thing? Yeah, the bimbification kink oh, amuses God. me. It's like Deeply. the Wonder Bread guy, that one singular man on DeviantArt who has yes. the, one, the woman in a supermarket yeah. buying Wonder Bread kink, and he has commissioned like hundreds of different artists to 
draw a woman buying Wonder Bread in the supermarket for him. he's helping the community, the art community. (laughs) So, you know, there's that. Mm. Also, it's just such an obscure fetish. Um, But yeah, anyway, I've sort of managed to achieve uh, flat chest adjacent, which has been good. It's it's been a self-esteem booster. I like, I've been looking at myself. I've been like, oh. Look at you. Look at you. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I walk past a mirror and I don't sort of like hurry away. I'm sort of just like, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm not afraid of mirrors anymore. We can start taking out all the cursed mirrors um, out of storage. (laughs) Yeah, Put them back up. Mm Mm-hmm. My mirror buying will increase because I do enjoy a mirror. I do enjoy a mirror. You just like your vibe be... enough yeah, in order to have a lot of them. Otherwise yeah. it may bring you down. Like the whole thing with Zoom fatigue that everybody is suffering with where they ha- they're like looking at themselves for like six hours a day. Oh God, I just, and it's... I just choose not to. Did you hear that cosmetic surgery has gone up 10% since the pandemic? Oh, no. Oh, ew. <laughs> I don't so, know. That doesn't make me feel nice. No. So people are looking at themselves so much that they're starting oh, to sad. notice things that when they were busy, they never would have noticed. But like, yeah. yeah, if you're working a nine now to five all just without a mirror all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I use Zoom a lot, admittedly, but I can't imagine having to use it like all day for like my yeah, for, desk like, a, job. Yeah, any kind of desk job. And like they have this whole thing now where they're like constantly survey surveilling, surveying your activity. Like some jobs yeah. now have installed like a secret like mouse activity tracker to make sure that you're at your computer the whole day and it's just like really creepy and weird and I hate capitalism. Yeah, the whole thing is the whole thing's bad. Really frightening black mirror bullshit. Maybe yeah. technology was a mistake. I sometimes think this. Thank you, Charlie Brooker, for your input today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the thing where it's like <laughs> <laughs> new episode of Black Mirror. What if you said hello YouTube and YouTube said hello back? <laughs> it that is how like so she knew a Black Mirror is like the longer it's gone on, the sort of more you're like, okay, we get it. Phones are bad. <laughs> hello YouTube. Like. I feel like the first couple of seasons were a lot more inventive. Like the person coming back from the dead and, you know, the prime minister fucking a pig. They yeah. had a little bit more commentary and now it very much is just like, what if your phone was mean? White Bear is the best episode of Black Mirror, full stop. Yeah, that's really good. And I really like, is it Shut Up and Dance? Oh, yeah, that one's good. That's got the kid from End of the Fucking World in it, right? Yes, which is in my recommendations segment uh, this week because I just started watching it this week. Oh, excellent. And I'm already nearly done with season two because it is that fucking good. It is so good. I thought it wasn't going to be my cup of tea. I thought it was going to be a bit slow and it's just perfect. Also, love it. 25 minute long episodes wow see that's a revelation for uk tv maybe i'll watch that later do you want to move on to recommendations then yeah because like the only other thing i was going to mention is that i did quit smoking or semi quit smoking as impressive i have like 
one before I go to bed. That's okay. To help just a little me sleep. Just a little remedy before bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have like one or two a day. So it's not like a cold turkey quit, but it's a massive, that's massive. A, that's cut a really down. good that's a really good um reduction though so yeah right i've got a recommendation yeah let's do recommendations recommendation tv show by legend himself ridley scott or at least it was produced by ridley scott called the terror and it is Mm -hmm. about a true story uh during the 1850s i think or maybe 1840s these two ships full of men um went uh were trying to find a passage to i can't remember where they're trying to find a passage to like china or something like that and they got stuck out in this really icy patch of sea and so this is in real life and basically we don't know what happened all we know is that we discovered the boats years later and everyone was gone. There was no bodies left on the boat. So there was no food left. We have no idea what happened to any single member. It, they just disappeared. Um, Interesting. And so this is a fictional retelling of it, kind of based on different theories of what might have happened. It was really, really interesting, really scary. Like, it's horror. Yeah. What's it called? The Terror. Oh, The Terror. Yeah. Yeah because that's the name of one of the boats. Also, I'm excited for Ridley Scott's crime biopic about the Gucci family. Oh, I didn't know he was doing that, but that sounds cool. With Lady Gaga and Adam Driver as the the one Gucci heir who got murdered. Oh, how interesting. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I think it will be... Well, even if it's not good, I think that it will be my exact cup of tea. (laughs) Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's just so got Lady it Gaga in it. I'm here. Yeah, I lo- love Lady Gaga. Right, uh, okay, some movies. Well, also, I already said End of the Fucking World, but yeah, I do very much recommend that because it's on Netflix too, so easy peasy. Uh. And then we've got Revenge, which is a French rape revenge, French extremity movie. Now, French extremity can be very hard to stomach. I mean, it's called extremity for a reason and revenge i mean you know me i've got a very strong stomach yeah as far as horror goes uh, gore goes specifically and this literally made me look away twice oh wow impressive and i normally and i'm not shitting on anybody who enjoys the rape revenge genre i'm sure it is very cathartic for people it's not my cup of tea yeah that's fair as a survivor i'm the same it's not not really my thing. However, I really like this one because the rape was not shown. Okay, that's that's good because sometimes it does feel so. It's really all gratuitous. revenge, all and a revenge, little bit of, and a no. little bit of uh, assault that you don't see. I mean, it's still very upsetting. Yeah, of course, and it can be obviously. I would say if you're easily triggered by this sort of content go in carefully yeah but it doesn't show anything which i just think is the way it should be i don't think that you need to show a really graphic rape to justify killing rapists no i don't think you need to actually see it that's just my yeah i think that's fair yeah so yeah that was that was very very good we also watched puppet master now why is this in your recommendations (laughs) 
Because, see, I liked it. I know you guys weren't necessarily keen, but I've been thinking about it a lot. And I I think I'm going to watch the rest of the series. I think it's really fun. I love the little puppets. And the leech lady, she has been heavy on my noggin. She's been weighing on me. The way she detaches her little jaw, her little puppet jaw, and spits out leeches onto people is so foul. The puppets the only saving grace of that movie, (laughs) which I guess is lucky because it's called Puppet Master. (laughs) However, you need something else. And, like, I don't know. I just felt like... I felt like the whole host of like human characters were very confusing. There was too many of them, and I didn't get what any of them were up to. I just liked <laughs> the puppets. It's not like well done or like well paced <laughs> or good but, at all. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun, and I just I think I'm gonna watch all of them. Apparently, the third one's best, so I'm gonna see what that's like. Okay, well that's good. I'll, to get, know. I'll get back to y'all uh another time but i you know if you like fun puppets and really sort of cheesy 80s movies that maybe aren't good then you know actually think it's from 1990 it's just aged horribly it's (laughs) aged so bad you could tell me it came out in 1978 and i'd be like yeah that scene that that i've seen movies from the 70s that look better yeah yeah like a lot better also interesting thing to note about puppet master soundtrack absolutely whack (laughs) very 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 weird choices we were watching it and every couple scenes I'd be like, why have they done this with the music? This could be so much more scary if it wasn't just like I think just in the background constantly for any scene yeah. if it was supposed to be really scary. It's just constantly circus music. <laughs> um I've also been listening to podcasts and I would like to recommend everybody listens to the No Sleep podcast, which is my very, very favorite. And it's basically just... is also good in the horror genre, I'm just saying. Yeah. So No Sleep is basically people submit their horror stories and then the cast read them and it's very well produced. It's just excellent. It's a really spooky, enjoyable listen. They always do like three hour Christmas and Halloween specials that's made up of like six different stories and it's just a lot of fun, basically. It's very like campfire story vibes. I've also been listening to Off Menu. Oh, I do love Off Menu, which is Which yeah, is great. It, and it well, just is James A. Castor and Ed Gamble's podcast who are British comedians, in case you are not from the UK and do not know yeah, who they and are. People basically have to come up like celebrities and such have to come up with their their dream menu. Yeah. Which m- made me want to ask you today on our podcast, what is your very like what is your dream meal? Oh, Don't not God. all the sides and everything. Just like the one one food that like is the like main your meal. absolute yeah your main course. What are you, what are you having? Oh my God, that's really really difficult. Actually, there's so many. Do you want me to foods. go first? No, it's okay. Um, okay, I do think that one of my favorite meals is probably just like burritos like Tex-Mex because I don't I haven't had like a proper Mexican burrito so I wouldn't be able to like verify whether I'd like that or not I'm sure I would but like kind of Tex-Mex style burritos 
and like I mean, that soft shell good. tacos. Fucking yep. the best thing ever. Absolutely delicious. Right. So my dream meal, my main course, is um, Alfredo pasta with pasta <laughs> sauce with fettuccine noodles and like a seafood mix on top, like prawns, mussels, calamari, that kind of thing. And then crab legs with garlic butter dipping sauce and then either garlic bread or sourdough with like a garlic butter to put on it. I honestly think I could have predicted that because I think that's been your favourite meal not that we have that very often because we were not bougie children. Um, that's been your like dream meal since you were probably about five years old and we went to like Literally. Red Lobster for the first time and you were like, oh my God. And it's been that. It's been that forever. Yeah, because if you look at my stuff in like primary school and like kindergarten and stuff they, and they ask you, what's your favourite colour? What's, what's your, your favourite food? food? Every time I put Alfredo <laughs> pasta with, Alfredo seafood. with seafood. And once, when I was in nursery, so I was four, <laughs> I said that my two favourite foods were oysters and lobster. <laughs> As <laughs> if I us, lived on a yacht. Making us sound so fancy. <laughs> and really all we would do would occasionally go to the Red Lobster in Huntingdon for like... <laughs> yeah, for my once, birthday. <laughs> yeah, once a year. <laughs> And when we'd go to Olive Garden, I would just get a bowl of olives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were weird kids as far uh, as like dietary stuff goes. Good but times. I was always not a picky eater and just bougie Love seafood. Yeah, big, big fan yeah, of seafood. Yeah, it's seafood, cheese that. and garlic are really... And bread. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Let's move on. To a new little segment. New segment. Which is what alert. I have um, dubbed Curses and Hearses. Yay. In which we discuss new cursed objects that we've acquired for the shop and the ghosts we've seen in it. So each week we'll take turns. So one of us will discuss a cursed object we've acquired, acquired and one of us will talk about a ghost or otherwise undead mysterious creature who has been in the shop a customer of the shop at some point recently. So uh, this week I'm covering curses and this week Bella is covering hearses. So Yay. I will go first and talk about a cursed object that I procured. What are you got for the shop today? Right. Um, <laughs> let's see. So there was uh, an old man in, in Hereford and he died <laughs> and he, he had a mansion and he I got to the procure the old there. man. <laughs> is it the old quite. is it the old man that flashed me? <laughs> no, he was not rich enough dead. to have oh, <laughs> owned these objects. So this man, he died, he had a big mansion and so then like his estate held an auction of his belongings and one of these belongings was a rather fancy painting of um a young girl in a little a little frock Lovely. and uh it was a bit spooky i thought it because there's a lot of like greenery around her and she's quite small in the painting it, the proportions of it were strange and i was just interested in it noticed nobody else wanted to buy it picked it up for five quid took it home sure when i put it in the gorporium 
all the paint melted off of it all over the floor in the back room made a horrible oily painty mess and oil paint is not easy to clean up and the more you wipe it the more it just like smears around so that was a nightmare i was starting to resent getting this painting and then i started to be compelled with the oil paint all over my hands to uh paint a picture oh and i ended up painting a picture of myself lovely but i look spooky and possibly <laughs> dead in it <laughs> like a post-mortem painting so, i look spooky uh, in it indescribably so, so i will not elaborate so now i'm concerned that this painting compels you to paint yourself or others and then they die. I have not researched into it further because I'm now concerned that the girl who was in the painting before did in fact well, die young as you a child. Dead? And that I, that death is... Well, see, this is the thing. I think as long as I like continue to live at the Gorporium, yeah, I'll be fine. And this is probably fine. the best place that this cursed object could be. Because yeah. like, nobody can die when you're inside the Gorporium. No, and so, stuff can't really follow you out. Like, cursed shit doesn't really follow you out unless you buy it and take it home. So Yeah, so as long as fine. I don't sell it on, it'll be fine. Unless I want to sell it to somebody I hate. Yeah, I was going to say, sell it on to someone you really, really, really dislike. I've got to say, the painting I did of myself is very good. It. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I'm alarmed because I'll let you, all i know about I'll is that it's you, you spooky so i'm not sure i'm ready <laughs> to see that um yeah okay. i'll go have a look at it right well have you seen any ghosts or um, otherwise ghoulish being ghoulish ghouly ghouly gremlin creatures let's let's have a yeah. think it's been pretty quiet on the ghost the ghost front yeah i did however see a man a uh, see a guy, because he wasn't a man quite. A guy just in in the way that it was a creature. <laughs> a guy in the way that it was a creature? Okay, I'm following yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> he was about, I'd say, he was quite small. He was like three and a half foot. And he was very, mm-hmm. he like, he kind of, okay, right. So <laughs> now we're going on a tangent. I'm sorry, but it has to be done. So you know the Gruffalo. Yes, I'm. A, I am aware of who the Gruffalo is. The same illustrator has a guy called. Yes, the character. She has a character called Stick Man or like Stick Boy, Sticky. I don't know. Uh-huh. But the ghost that was here looks like that. So he's like a little man, and he's made of twigs. Um, and he's very thin, and he has long arms that drag along the ground. He's like a little tree boy. He doesn't have a face to speak of completely. He kind of has, like, you know, in a tree, you'll have, like, a little hole that sometimes owls live in. He has that, and that's his mouth. Yes. He looks a little bit like the baby from Jans Fankmeyer's film um little otik which you could look up now (laughs) i'm going to look him up right now okay i'm doing the same (laughs) he's called little otik yeah you do you see him okay yes yes (laughs) (laughs) the picture of him with the pacifier is the 
the best thing I've ever seen. Look at his little toothy mouth. He's I kind quite of good. love him. I know, he's yeah, one of my favorite I... haunted babies. Yeah, no, he's good. I I love him, in fact. <laughs> yeah, so he kind of looks like that. He's a bit skinnier than Little Otik. Little Otik has more of like a head, you know what I mean? Whereas yes. this guy is yes. kind of like, he's just a branch. He's not got a head. Okay. And he's got, he's got two right. legs, two arms that kind of end up in long, branchy little branches sort and of like depending... a witch doll yeah like a little straw witch yeah, doll kind of or like from true. from blair witch from or blair something witch. you know where they have the little the little sticks stick yeah. guys hanging around um yeah. and depending okay. on the time of year that it is at the gorporium which is kind of hard to gauge um his the ends of his little fingers will have different kinds of leaves and fruit on them um, oh, and right now, he sounds quite pleasant. Oh yeah, don't get me. He's not a he's not a nasty boy. He's a nice guy. He's just oh, I like him. He's just lit. He's just little. <laughs> Where is he hanging out now? Does he live here or is he just a customer? What did he want to buy? Uh, he's just a customer. Um, I think he just kind of um, he wanted to buy a juicer. <laughs> <laughs> what for the fruit that he grows? Yeah. <laughs> It's a Breville. That's very, that's very, um, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say. Resourceful. It's very resourceful he likes, of him. It can handle. He's growing his own garden on his body. Yeah, because he can't drink anything because he's just a little tree. <laughs> he hands. He has like a what, like an equivalent to a lemonade stall that the government very kindly let him have a license for, where he just sells like for for instance today it will be pear juice. Nice. I love him. I'm <laughs> going to adopt him as my son if he's not careful. <laughs> he's very sweet. I actually might do a little drawing of him. I've actually made yeah, myself cry. It. I don't really know what's happening <laughs> to me. <laughs> He's got so emotional. What's his name? <laughs> his name's... Um... <laughs> his name's Batiste. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. <laughs> like well, the dry hair um... shampoo. <laughs> uh. I find okay, myself great. way funnier than I actually am. It's a really, really <laughs> horrible habit. Oh, God. It's actually All right, embarrassing. Well, that, that was our uh, first curses and hearses. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> enjoyed some uh, more information and lore about the I'm gonna. Boring. I'm actually really <laughs> excited to draw Batiste now, so don't worry. That will be up on our Twitter yes, ASAP. we got to have that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Tagline wow. and poster. Let's go. Oh my we've god, got, it's time to talk about this film. It. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I, there's, there's two taglines. They both suck, but let me give them to you anyway. Yeah, please. Get home safe. Uh, Which doesn't really make any it sense make, to, in regards that, to this movie at all. Admit, that, don't, Nothing, that doesn't make any sense at all. It's the one that's literally on the poster. Like It's the biggest words on the poster. It says, get home safe. Why am I going home? Yeah, where would I be safe why would going I... home? Does she, the she place that's not safe her is house. her house. Yeah, I don't understand. And then we've got Welcome to Mars. 
which sounds like a diner. Like it sounds Welcome like it should be a movie. Mars. Like you know, like Blood Diner or something like that. You know, where yeah. It doesn't. It sounds it just like a work. motel. I don't know. It's just. It's just nothing, nah. isn't it, really? And also the poster sucks. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Octavia Spencer is beautiful. Um, and I love seeing her face. Lovely woman. Anytime that I can. Very but it's just not a good poster. poster. It's just not a good poster. No, why is... She doesn't appear very threatening in it. No, she just looks nice. And then there's like glass cracked like yeah, over her face. Like she's looking at a cracked part mirror. of it. It refers to nothing... It's not spooky. It's just we're just looking at Octavia just, Spencer, which is like fine, cool. I like looking it's at fine, her, but, but she's not scary looking in it's it not or a anything. Good, it's not a good horror poster. It's just no. Not. It looks like like you could change the like you could change the title and everything, like the text on it, and it would be like a drama poster. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <sighs> well, let's not linger too much longer. It's shit. Yeah, but it's just not, it's not a good poster. Not a good poster, not a good taglines. Right. Are you right. ready to get into the meat? I am ready to get into the meat. Let's dive into some meat. Let's dive into meat, some meat. Meat, 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 meat. <laughs> There's something off about Ma. Seriously? She's harmless. And her basement's pretty much the best drinking spot in town. We can't go up there. Shh. Welcome to Mars. Welcome to the meat. And this week, we're doing things a little bit differently. From now on, it's going to be a 10-minute summary segment in which Bella and I are allotted five minutes each to recall the first or latter half of the movie, respectively. This week, it's Bella's turn to start, and however much time they have left after getting to the central point, that time then gets relayed to me, who is handling the latter half. And to help us along, we're allowed up to 10 short bullet points to have a glance at. But before we start that, let me tell you a little bit of background information and relay the cast list. Ma is a psychological horror movie from 2009 directed by Tate Taylor. He also co-wrote the screenplay with Scotty Landers and it was produced by Blumhouse. It received mostly mixed reviews and ultimately ended up with a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 53% on Metacritic. But despite mixed reviews, it has some level of cult acclaim amongst genre fans. Now, the cast list. Let's put some faces to names. So we've got Octavia Spencer as the main character, who plays Sue Ann slash Ma. We've got Diana Silvers as Maggie. Juliette Lewis as Erica slash Maggie's mom. Michaeli Miller as Haley, Corey Fogelmanis as Andy. Gianni Paolo as Chaz. Dante Brown as Darrell. Tanya Wavers as Jeannie. Luke Evans as Ben slash Andy's dad. Missy Pyle as Mercedes. And Alison Janney as Dr. Brooks. So. Yay. <laughs> Bella, are you ready for your five minute stint? I'm scared, but yes. <laughs> All right. I will time you. Thank you. And I will tell you when you've got a minute left. Okay, that's fine. That works. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so our main character, well, protagonist Maggie and her mom moved to a new town. 
Um, Erica, her mom works at a casino and Maggie starts at a new school and she meets this new group of friends who are kind of weird. Um, <laughs> she also helps a girl in a wheelchair named Jeannie who is vaguely relevant for the time being. Um, her new friends invite her to get drunk in their van um, but that means that they have to ask someone to get them booze because they're underage. Everyone turns them down until they send out Maggie, the new girl, and she approaches Sue Ann, who is a vet tech who hates her boss. Um, she turns them down until she, she, she sees one of the boys, and she then goes and buys them loads of alcohol. Um, they, get, they then go to a weird concrete pile to drink. Yeah, called The Rocks. Called The Rocks. Sue Ann calls the cops on them, but they get away with it, so she's got some interesting motivation. I think um, they get The Sue Ann to seems to be just a demolished housing estate. Yeah, it's just like big blocks of concrete. Fine. Um, they get Sue Ann to buy them more booze another time, but this time she tells them to follow her in their car and they end up at her house. She lets them have their her like old basement to drink in. She has a few rules. No taking the Lord's name in vain. Um, no going upstairs. That's it. One of the kids, Darrell, calls her Ma and another kid is very rude to her and she whips out a gun and scares him. So she's like kind of nice but then she just like has some weird unhinged behaviors uh things continue to um, escalate bella bella yeah. bella yeah. slow it down a little bit slow it down you you got time to, to oh, do, do some I? details oh shit yeah, okay. five minutes is loads of fucking oh, no, time well, I, you got time i just get scared okay so <laughs> yeah don't go upstairs basically and these kids are all just hanging out having a nice time and then one of them is like you should get a projector and like a and all this stuff and he's like oh to, so that we can hang out here more and then when suan is like i don't really have the money to get a projector he just like starts like calling her like a coward and like all this weird shit a and, like, loser he a loser. squares up to her yeah she, he squares yeah. up to this like lady who's letting them stay in her house so and they, don't and get they ask arrested. her to cook them food. Yeah, they ask for pizza rolls, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll go get you pizza." It's like she's so nice to them. But then when this and kid she got squares them, like, up, cups with ice. Yeah, and all she's really real nice. nice stuff. She's a really hospitable, and she's gonna stay out of their way too. Like she's gonna go back upstairs. Yeah, and there's she's a not toilet in the basement and everything. Like, yeah, th- this and these kids are really weirdly rude to her and in return for being rude she whips out a gun makes the kid who was squared up to her strip and as soon as he's completely naked she's like ha ha I was just kidding put your clothes back on everyone's like ha 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 that was funny <laughs> weird okay so things continue to escalate as Ma continues to throw more parties in her basement with more and more kids from the school attending them she somehow gets everyone phone everyone's phone numbers and like sends them FaceTime messages which yeah, is funny really weird Maggie and Haley Haley go upstairs wants to go to the bathroom and hear some weird shit and Maggie's like I don't know that I want to go to this place anymore Ma seems like she has some weird shit going on quietly but they yeah. have to go and drop in for a girl's birthday party who's that's taking place at Ma's basement um she says something rude to Ma by accident and Ma forces her to take a shot which is alarming she blacks out so she's been drugged and her lovely earrings go missing when she's woken up 
All right, one minute. Haley also loses her ring. The girls tell everyone not to go back to Ma's place. Um, Ma begins to blow up their phones being like, come, don't drink, don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. And she then lures them back to the rocks, which is that concrete place and lies telling them that she has pancreatic cancer and to make them feel sorry for her so they'll continue drinking with her. Haley then notices that Ma's, Ma is wearing a bracelet belonging to a girl they know, which is really weird. Um, the girls yeah, end the up girls breaking- who, whose birthday pie it was. Yeah. The girls end up breaking into Ma's house to find their missing jewellery, but instead find Jeannie, the girl that um, Maggie helped in the beginning, who was in a wheelchair. And they find Jeannie, who is Ma's daughter, um, and but they this time they only just manage to escape undetected after Jeannie is like, you need to get out of here before my mom gets back. So... All right, you finished with five seconds to go. That was pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. There we go. Thanks. Thank, All thank right. You. Thank you, everyone. Now it is my turn. Um, do you trust me to time myself? No, nah, I've got I've got a timer set up. Don't worry. I'm on it. All right. I'm on All the right. case. Right. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. So we go into the second half starting with Ben, who is Andy's dad, who has been dating um, Maggie, our protagonist. Maggie and Andy are dating. Andy's um, always the sober driver, so he doesn't drink. So that kind of is a thing because he never gets drugged because he doesn't drink. Anyway, Ben, who is a kind of a resident asshole and was an asshole in high school, brings a pet into the vets and then asks Sue Ann... Uh, for catch-up drinks as they went to high school together. And we've seen this through sort of like, there's been quite a lot of flashbacks in this of the 80s when they were all at high school together, including Maggie's mom. And they start sweet and kind of get a bit progressively cruel towards the young Suan who had a big crush on Ben. Yeah, and they do like nasty pranks on her. Yeah, and it gets worse, but we don't see that yet. So, yeah. And then during the drinks, Ben reveals his true intentions. He hasn't come to, you know, catch up with her or anything. He actually wants to confront her about why the fuck is his son at her house? Because he's put a tracker on his son's car because he's that kind of controlling asshole. And he can see that his son has been going to her house like every night, which admittedly is weird. It does seem suspicious. He gives her a massive warning and insults her. Gives her a warning that's like, I'm going to kill you kind of warning. So the dude <laughs> yeah, is a fucking really, asshole. It's not really like a warning. Like, if I catch my son around you again, I'm going to call the cops or whatever. Or he is a cop, isn't he? Yeah. It's just like, no, he's I not will a cop, murder he's just an you. Asshole. He's just an he, asshole. He's like an ex-football, ah. ex-football star. And he's got an, a, a really mean wife called Mercedes too. Yes. We'll get into her a little bit more. But anyway, uh, we get another flashback that... They tricked her into giving a blowjob to a different boy. And then she goes out into the hallway and sees Ben and all. And uh, Maggie's mom, Erica, and Mercedes all standing there laughing at her. So they traumatized her in high school, which has made her seek popularity as an adult. Uh, Ma then starts to invade Maggie's life like more and more, hanging out with her house and her mother and potentially hurting their dog. And then because Erica is nice to her and because she witnesses Mercedes treating Erica like shit at the casino where she works, Ma then hits Mercedes with her car, killing her, which is our first kill. She also then kills her boss and takes blood from a dog at the vet. She then lures Ben to her house where she gives him a blood transfusion with the dog blood and slashes his wrist leaving him to bleed out so mercedes and ben are done they they get finished 
I off. don't understand. I just realised that I don't understand why I should give him a blood transfusion with dog blood just to make him bleed out immediately afterwards. Oh no, it's it's because he it, she called him a dog. A dog. Okay, of what he it's did like to it's her. like symbolic. All men are dogs. It's like yes, symbolic, it's symbolic more so than anything else. Okay. Pointless, really. Right. But yeah, you got two minutes. Maggie then tells. Erica the truth about Sue Ann, who weirdly grounds her in response. Like Erica gets so mad. She's like, How have you why are you hanging out with this woman? That's so fucking weird. Like it what the fuck is wrong with you? You you're grounded until summer or whatever. Uh which just seems just a very strange thing to be basically like, this woman's been grooming us. She's definitely a pedophile, which we've sort of lacked uh, in mentioning that she's into Andy, I guess, because she was into Ben. Yeah. And she's really creepy to all the young boys. So basically, this pedophile has been grooming them all, giving them liquor in her basement, and instead your thing is like, you're irresponsible, you're grounded. <laughs> you're grounded. But then because she's grounded, Erica doesn't notice when Maggie slips out, because Maggie ends up slipping out because Mar uh, sends her a picture of Andy at a party that's currently going on. You've got one minute it left. Go anymore. Okay. She sneaks out. Erica doesn't know she's gone. At the party, once Maggie's there, she realizes everyone's drugged, and Mark also barricades them into the basement. She tries to get out. She finds Ben's body and is knocked out by Ma. Uh, next day, she wakes up in the basement and uh, sees Ma torture her friend group. She irons Chaz's stomach, who was the guy who was really bolshy earlier, sews Haley's mouth shut and paints Darrell's face white, which is weird. Uh, Andy tries to hit on Ma in order to buy his freedom, but after kissing him, she stabs him. Ma then tries to hang Maggie, but Jeannie saves her and starts a fire in the process. The house begins to burn down, but luckily Erica and the others arrive to help unlock the basement door. Everyone runs to safety, except Jeannie. Erica apologizes to Ma, but it is too late. Maggie then stabs Ma in order to free Jeannie, and Ma ultimately burns to death, and she is cuddled up next to the bled-out Ben as she oh, does so. That was that was good. You just Ooh, on the line. You just made it. <laughs> that was good. Good efforts. Good timing for both very of us. good. Okay, that's that was that was productive. That was a good job. Done and done. Done and done <laughs> and done. And done. And done. Okay. Um, I, I recommend that you do watch the movie so that you'll know what the fuck we're talking about as we go into the good, the bad, and the gory. Yeah, but I mean, I think you, you've got the gist. Yeah, and like, even if, maybe if you watched it ages ago, uh, that's just a little refresher for you. But yeah, do watch the movie, yeah. probably. Um, so you know what we're yeah. jabbering about. <laughs> okay. Okay, so shall we get into the good, the bad, and the gory then? Yeah, let's, let's go. All right, let's start with the good. Um, I'll make two points. So I'll hand it over to you. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack is undeniably fun. Lots yeah. of 80s music. Everyone is kung fu fighting. Was an excellent moment. September uh, this- uh, by Earth, Wind and Fire as, <laughs> as um, Mercedes gets yes. hit by a car. Very good. That very That's very good. Some very good uses of diegetic music in general. So as in like music that's playing within in the world of yeah, the movie the world. i saw a review that made um. me laugh which was like the most unrealistic part of this movie was um a woman getting a whole room of teenagers to dance to funky town <laughs> <laughs> 
Which is a lie yeah. because I always put Funky Town on, but that's maybe because I'm an old soul. Oh no, I think the thing is like all that kind of stuff now has become cool again amongst like, yeah. Gen Z. Like my generation would have definitely laughed you out of the room because when I used to go to parties, it was just like drum and bass and skepta and stuff well i think it depends who but, you're hanging out with there's definitely certain people who i now do not hang out with but if i had tried to play funky town around them they would have laughed me out of the room yeah i should have been hanging out with people who like you know like fun 80s music yeah. or like and now that's who i music do it would have been so it's all good. way more my vibe yeah it's it's come around for me too but yeah so some fun music very very good soundtrack and and some fun adult side characters like Stu, the guy that Erica works with. He's great. He like oh ends up yeah. saving the day with her. He like goes to save the kids with Erica, and he's just like this guy who works on the bar with her. Who's just I like him. I find him enjoyable. Yeah. Um, Mercedes, good. Doctor Brooks, good. Like just a really good host. Just a host of really good actors in kind of like bit parts yeah they do kind of eat up the main cast (laughs) the main teenage cast it's a good and a bad point because admittedly whilst they're really fun like every time alice and janney's on the screen i'm like yay alice and janney but then it's like alice and janney is like destroying these teenagers just by being like a vet with three lines yeah like she's barely in the fucking movie and she's eating them up completely yeah Missy Pyle also kills Missy as, Pyle as, is um, so good. As Mercedes. She is very much that girl that you're dreading to see when you do like a high school reunion. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Um, She's going to be passive aggressive and weird and yeah. drunk. <laughs> and drunk, very drunk. Probably some cocaine involved. Very, very drunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be that kind of vibe. Good, good stuff. It's It was like enjoyable and like it felt... I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say well-paced, because parts of it felt a little bit slow. But overall, I'd say it was a pretty fun watch. Like, it wasn't super mean-spirited. It's entertaining. It was, like, kind of... It, it was pretty drag. enjoyable. Yeah, it was just, like, yeah. a fun a fun popcorn movie, I would say. Yeah, it is. It's a popcorn mo- movie, and it leans really more into being a thriller than anything Yeah, super horror. Like, it's not extremely dark-sided up until sort of, like, the, the last end. 20 minutes. Yeah. Up until then, you're just like, ooh, Ma, what's she gonna do? She's what's a she, bit weird. What, what's she gonna oh, do next? Also, <laughs> I, I can't fail to mention this before we continue. Octavia Spencer oh my fucking God. kills it. Yeah. She's great. She does really, really well, and it was interesting seeing a villain uh that is very different to the typical like scary big tall white man villain because yeah 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 she is so kind of loving and fun and nurturing and cute and kind of just you wouldn't suspect her of anything no you just be like yeah let's just go hang out at this lady's house which is why she works perfectly because you just don't expect it yeah um, so that's so, really good. Very interesting. I mean, also, it has to be said, if if it wasn't Octavia Spencer in this role, this movie would be nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it wouldn't work. She she carries the movie on her back and it is yeah. good because of her it's and so, her alone. Yeah, she's like, the main fun reason. There's other aspects about it, but it's 80% her and 20% other shit. Yeah, it needs to be her. No one else would work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I mean... I don't really know that I have very much specific good points other than just, like, it was fun. I think... I had a good time watching it, but it's not really anything that was, like, you know, spectacularly stand out to me. 
it's very shallow, so there's not really that much you can pinpoint that was specifically good. It just had kind it was just kind of fun. But yeah. I think the kids had okay chemistry together. Uh, I thought that uses of technology and social media were actually pretty good. That yeah, was actually for once. <laughs> more realistic than I usually see. Like normally you see like texts in movies and the texts are in those like big weird bubbles and yeah. like, the font is giant and I don't know. Like this was like this was pretty good in that regard. And it's yeah, it's pretty funny, whether always intentionally or not, it is like amusing. And there's some tension in it. I think, like, when Haley and Maggie, like, snuck upstairs, that did stress me out. Yeah, it, no, a, there's a definitely points where you're like, oh, God. Or, like, yeah, when they, they snuck upstairs and met Mars. You're daughter, begging them not to do you're things. You're like, no, yeah. she's coming up in the car now, quick. Yes, yeah, so there's definitely it's points It's very, of like, horror movie, shouting at the screen, don't go up there, don't do that, stop yeah. going to this woman's house. So that's, that's <laughs> Please. good. Yeah. I think Ma's backstory stuff worked okay. Like, she's definitely the most fleshed out character. Like, the other characters' lives are very, like, shallow. Yeah, we don't really know anything about them, that really, except that Maggie just moved here, and that's, like, the only piece of info we have. Yeah. I think she has a dead... Does she have a dead dad, or did her dad leave? I don't know. She's one of them. But that's what I mean. Like, it's all a bit shallow. And, like, was Andy's mom dead? And then when did his dad reunite with mercedes who was like his high school girlfriend it would have made more sense if mercedes was just like his mom like yeah i don't, I don't know. know it just seemed I, like a weird that they didn't really give make. much thought to the other characters um also no. in the flashbacks i thought that the hair makeup and costuming for the 80s was like was pretty fun, fun and accurate I liked it. yeah, yeah. The, the hair like the half curled half straight hair was <laughs> part good. of it up in a scrunchie who knows yeah it was fun yeah fun yeah i've overused that word yeah i do it all the time how i would describe this yeah um yeah Um, silly pretty pretty funny shall we go into the bad yeah sure i've written a lot of bad points but i don't think i'm going to touch on all of them because some of them are just they're not even bad points they're just like points points do you know what i mean points for consideration yeah yeah something to bear in mind I've already said that the teens acting was, I say teens, they were probably like 25, but <laughs> their acting is pretty mediocre, but more so the script that they were given is very cliche and unbelievably rude and just not good dialogue. Like they're so aggressive and rude to like everybody. Yeah, for no and reason. Like, I, I have known some very rude, very rowdy teenagers who've ended up getting arrested and sent to juvie and stuff. Hmm. And if they got invited to this woman's house and she's like, yeah, you can have my basement to pie in and there's a toilet and I'm going to bring you food. They would not like square up to her. I have no. never The teenagers I grew up with, you know, doing all kinds of naughty things as teens would have loved that. Like just <laughs> fucking eaten it up and yeah, would have been be so, so happy to, to have her. that. Uh, we would be taking our shoes off at the door clean yeah. it up around the place and if we wanted like a boom box there and like some lights we would ask if we, we just, could bring her yeah, some yeah we just bring it we you wouldn't know? just like expect her to her to buy create a us. venue for us and then square up when she didn't i felt like it was really out of touch with teenagers in that regard like yeah. i just it, it's someone who clearly thinks teenagers are rude yeah, and which so is weird and kind of out of touch to make a movie about teenagers. I, every teenager I meet, despite teenagers being a bit scary once you're an adult, because they're so like, 
I mean, you know, people in their late teens especially kind of epitomize, like, cool, or at least they think they do. Yeah. So you feel a bit like they're going to judge you for, like, how you look or whatever. So they could be a bit scary. But ultimately, all the teenagers I meet, and I've done some customer-facing jobs, the teenagers were always The nicest. Lovely, Yeah, the teenagers polite, were always the nicest helpful. to me. People over 40, awful evil not good <laughs> the not coolest, all of them obviously the most horrible working experiences were like sort of women in their like 60s who were just like Absolutely. inexplicably the cruelest people on earth when i'm just like trying to make them a coffee i had a 70 year old woman call me a cunt at work <laughs> so like like legitimately she i mean i think she was just totally she was there with her grandkids as well and everyone oh in like the queue like gasped it was awful oh my god but like as an adult, a teenager has never made me cry. Multiple no. middle-aged women have, though. Oh, all the time. Constantly. So, you know, it just seems a bit out of touch. Just like, oh, yeah, teenagers. They love to drink Ooh, teenagers or Teenagers love to like, bully older women. Like, no, they really I'm don't. Like, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so that I thought the script was just shit, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the script was good. not really The script it. was really weak to me. I mean, Octavia really Spencer weak. absolutely chews it up. Yeah, she she's does great, great with but it. But the script but itself was not outstanding. No, 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 no. It was, it was nothing, really. It, it felt like a Netflix teen movie in, in, in the dialogue region. Yeah. And that's not a compliment. No, it is not. I'm going to touch on this one really briefly and then we're going to move on because we're both white and so, you know. Yeah. But I felt like the the handling of like racist themes and uh, bullying to do with racism was like really mishandled. Like it's too little and too much. Like it wasn't clear if the high school bullying was racially motivated, but then she paints Darrell's face white in this whole weird bit where she's like, there can only be one of us, like a tokenism commentary, I guess. But it just felt a little strange, especially coming from a white director who lives on a plantation. Well, he also... The same director also made The Help. We just like to say that. Yeah, and The Help, a lot of people have got a lot of criticisms of the movie The Help. So I think that maybe he needs to avoid those themes as a a white man living on a plantation, (laughs) I would say, because he's clearly just not doing a good job at all. No. I don't know. It just felt really weird because, like, the bullying didn't really feel racially motivated. It felt, like, more like they were bullying her because she was a nerd. But then they kind of, like, flip it and were like, no, it was, like, about racism all along. But they only kind of say that in the last ten minutes. And then they do that really extreme thing with Darrell. And I was just like... Yeah, it just seemed a bit weird. weird. Like, they kind of just, like... They peppered in a racist plotline for, like, spice, essentially. And it felt really forced and mishandled and it just it felt a little uh, bit weird problematic it felt weird to me that basically they were like okay so this woman who's like a murderer and a pedophile has been made this way because she experienced racist bullying i don't know sexual assault yeah i don't know how i feel about that uh motivation as a villain character Yeah, yeah 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 Moving on from the the racism part a little bit, because I I don't feel like I'm the authority to speak on it. I am, however, semi an authority to speak on sexual assault, you know, as a survivor. And the concept that this woman gets 
assaulted, tricked into blowing the wrong guy. I think that's what happened. The yeah. scene's not very clear. It's but not. I think that's all she's just really humiliated. But it's it's sexually assault. Uh, it's bad. It's sexual abuse in some regard. And then she grows up to be a pedophile? Yeah, it just like, it's just a really like, weird villain motivation. I don't know. The whole Yeah, it's really Yeah, yeah. See, like I could get down with it if she didn't end up being a pedophile. And she just wanted to be like the cool kid again and it gets out of hand. Yeah. The pedophile bit is where they they fucking lose me because I'm just like what? Now how's that happened? Why Yeah, like so she gets sexually assaulted and bullied by all these like white people and stuff and so then there's a racial tangent and she also desires like popularity and uh from all these people's kids because they wouldn't give her the time of day so then she wants the kids to respect her and then i get it because she was in love with ben so now she's in love with his his son but make yeah. them college students then because now she's actually a pedophile and i'm like that's yeah, it's really that's creepy. so bad like that makes her worse than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But then they also try and make us sympathize with her, which is an yeah, interesting okay, so this decision. Is another, another point that I wrote down is Sue Wan is both too sympathetic and not sympathetic enough, and it never strikes the right tone for me. So, like, there's points where, like, oh, I really feel bad for this woman. Like, she just wants to ha- she wants friends. She's just really lonely. Yeah. And then it's like... Oh no, she's a pedophile, and for some reason, abusing her daughter. <laughs> yeah, I can never like, really wait, figure what? out what that's about. And yeah, I, she has like just... Munchausen's by proxy for her daughter, but we again no reason or understanding for why that is. Like, it would be way more interesting. Like, so obviously, she it would be more interesting if she just went around killing all their parents and then trapped them and went in some sort of like fugue state and started calling them all by their parents' names. Yeah, you like, know, because that and would at least I plays eighty music, eighties music at like half speed, and then it's just like Ben, you did this to me to like Andy, and then you know, like do something yeah. like, kind of like it would be silly. It would be silly and cheesy, but at least the the motivation would then line up. Yeah, it'd be better than pedophilia because, like, where does that come from? <laughs> like, it's I don't so know. left wing, like know. out of left field. I mean, like, it's just yeah. really weird. And yeah, she, I never can sympathize. I, uh, it's no, I don't know. <laughs> so I've, I've like lost my uh, string of thought. But but yeah, no, I, <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, she's you. Sometimes you're like, oh, I feel really bad for her. I kind of like want her to do well and then she'll do something really creepy and you're like well now i now this doesn't make any sense and now i feel i this is weird now i feel weird the movie would be roughly 15 to 20 percent better to me if there was no pedophilia angle yeah i think i think you're right because i just think it makes survivors look bad it's like oh someone sexually assaulted you now you're a murderer and a pedophile and i'm like okay like okay (laughs) all right right okay then okay yeah it don't it don't feel so good why why does ma hate her own daughter so much like at first i was starting to think maybe she was like conceived via sexual assault because she goes on and on about men and dogs but i think her husband just left her and now she just hates her daughter but it all just seems a bit weird and the thing is too the movie could exist perfectly fine without the daughter oh my god yeah her daughter is almost like completely pointless as a narrative device the daughter actually detracts from the pacing (laughs) yeah because it 
It doesn't make any sense. Why does she? No. Why does she have Munchausen's by you know proxy? What why does it you know what would have been yeah they've given her like every like psychological issue in the they've thrown the book at her yeah literally like the dsm (laughs) but you know what would have been better you know when the girls sneak into the house to find their jewelry and then there's like all the caging on the second floor so genie can't get out yeah what would have been better if she'd like kidnapped one of the people she went to high school with who'd like assault her and had him like living up there as a dog yeah in in a room somewhere you know kind of like american mary style i won't give too much away about that and i condemn the movie american mary after finding out the soska sisters are nazis but there's a i know we can't get into this but oh my god okay right well i'm gonna have to do some research about that but okay but there's, there's, it's a revenge movie and she takes revenge on a certain man and keeps him in her house and does things. And I think that would have been much more fun than the daughter being a Munchausen by proxy victim. It just seems like it, yeah, really it just nothing. doesn't make any sense. It would be much sense. better if she was kidnapping the adults of the town who did her wrong. Or the kids, I mean, whatever. But, yeah. you know, the daughter was pointless. Also, the pacing's a little slow and it ultimately doesn't really get fun until the last 20 minutes yeah, the, the very the sort of there's a a like a long it gets a bit repetitive where they just oh, keep like, going go to, to parties party, yeah and she's weird and they go to a party and she's weird and she's again weird, and they go to a party and she's weird but not weird in sort of like crescendos like it's not weird like she's getting more and no, more weird she just does like one weird thing weird. every time which is, you know... And then the jewellery is a breaking point for them, and then they say they're not going to go back. And then there's a party, and she's weird. And then, finally, there's another party, <laughs> and, she's and she's really weird, weird, and they get locked in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's just, yeah. And I think there's too many survivors. It's, I, I think it might be PG-13, which explains that. But, like, it was potentially a good slasher movie if she actually killed some of the teenagers. Yeah, that would be... Like, I know that would be a much more dark-sided <laughs> situation, but it's a bit boring. Yeah. Like, the kill count is... One? It's a bit nothing Like... Two? Two. Three. No, it, it, there's more okay. than that, but we'll <laughs> okay. get into it in the gory. <laughs> yeah... I've got two more points. Yeah, you go ahead. I think the editing was a bit dicey, which I'll get into in the trivia and goof section. We're adding goofs Yay. now. Goofy time. And there was like literally nothing interesting regarding shot framing or camera no. work. Like very bog standard, low budget TV show level. Like I saw someone weirdly praising it when I was looking through reviews, uh, praising it for being like a very long CSI episode. And to me, this is not a compliment. No, I mean... Like, I would say... It's not good. That's, that just means it's a formulaic TV show where they just shoot everything, like, really basically because yeah, they on the sound have the stage. time to... Yeah. And, you know, everything we're told in this movie, we're told through dialogue rather than, like, any kind of artistic visual choices. Like, we could make someone seem more powerful through a high camera angle, which would, like, work for the bullies in high school. Like, when she comes out of the cupboard, they shot her with a low angle and then with a high angle. It would just have, like, this kind of power play implication, which would be kind of cool. Like, there's possibilities for cool shot framing and stuff, but it's it's very basic. It does... It's real meat and potatoes. Yeah, they're just like, Like, uh, we need to shoot a crowd. I guess we'll just put a camera here and a camera here. And just it gets the job done. Everyone's in frame 
to see the dialogue. No one's got their back <laughs> to camera or whatever. <laughs> but it's, there's no seasoning to it. Everyone's it's it's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, no one's heads chopped off or whatever. Yeah. But it that it's, would even be yeah. more interesting, at least. Exactly. All right. Let's get into the gory. Yeah. Death Toll. So the death toll, it rings for all of us. And in this movie, it rang for five people. So we got Mercedes Hawkins, who was run over by Ma whilst jogging. We've got Dr. Brooks, whose throat was slit by Ma and was shoved into a dog crate. We've got Ben Hawkins, whose wrist was slashed by Ma and bled out whilst bound in her bed. We've got Officer Granger, who was shot in the chest by Ma whilst going to her house to investigate. And then Ma herself, who burned alive in her own home. So, what was your favourite kill? I think that my favourite kill was probably Mercedes, just because it was abrupt. It took me by surprise. The diegetic sound of Earth, Wind and Fire and then Octavia Spencer calling her a cunt (laughs) all pieced together very nicely for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bloody as well as gross. Mercedes is undeniably the best one for me too. It is very violent, very unexpected. It's funny. It's satisfying. It's just a really good kill, I thought that was. And then yeah. I think the rest kind of let me down a bit. I even thought Ben's wasn't very satisfying at all. It was no. kind of just like slow and weird. <laughs> and then we of, don't even don't really know, see awkward. him die. We just kind of come back later and he's dead. And you're like, he's oh, dead, well. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sucks a bit. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be Mercedes. Mercedes all yeah, the way. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do some... Trivia and goofs. Trivia and goofs. Uh, shall I read out the trivia and you read out the goofs? Yeah, then we can swap. Would this. you like to be our our resident goof? I already am. <laughs> there we go. I was right, about to try and trivia. do a goofy impression, like Goofy the dog. Ooh. Goofy. I can't remember what Goofy sounds like. Warsh. <laughs> that was actually really good. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, I'm. Excellent, excellent job. You can oh, be whip uh, that out out of nowhere, man. You can be goofs from now on then. Okay, excellent. I'll be goofs. And I want I want a goofy impression each every, week. Every week. Okay, well, dear God, I will have to work on that then. Alright. Alright, so there is an homage to the nineteen ninety movie Misery in the scene where Sue Ann notices that her beloved porcelain kitties have been moved. Ah. Now I can't exactly remember what is moved in Misery, but it's him sneaking around and he moves something and she notices. It may be a porcelain creature of some sort. I feel like the girl in Misery would definitely have, have porcelain cats. Yeah, yeah, she's got that kind of energy. No offense to cat people, but She's she's a cat person for sure. Oh yeah. Oh my god. She there's no way she isn't. <laughs> or she's yeah. like one of those people that would have ferrets. No offense to ferret people, Ooh, but yeah. y'all are I'd... really <laughs> ferret strange. People. Ferret people. Like one time I was walking on the hills yeah. and I just saw a woman with a carrier case, like a cat carrier full of ferrets, and she just opened it and let a bunch of ferrets loose. <laughs> no. And I was like, aha. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but you guys are fucking weird. Unleashing ferrets on the hills. 
<laughs> like, that how did she get them back in? <laughs> Do These they have fuckers are unruly. I maybe. Yeah, you. Listen, if I can't have my dogs off leash on like a beach and get them back, I don't know how the fuck you're getting like five ferrets back off on the hills. Five ferrets that are like <laughs> now just They're wild. Well trained animals. Like, yeah, well, the thing is, ferrets are. <laughs> basically just wild animals so surely they're just gonna be like mm, bye-bye i'm just gonna go like hunt hunt some mice now and yeah you'll never see i'm me off again. goodbye i you would think you would think um interesting though yeah uh <laughs> the role of sue ann was originally ri- written for a white actress but the script was modified when octavia spencer showed interest in the role and thank god she did yeah she and the director had worked before together obviously on the help from 2011 uh allison janney was also in the help and additionally allison janney and luke evans also starred in another tate taylor directed movie the girl on the train from 2016 oh interesting which is a book i rather enjoyed in a film i did not uh-huh. <laughs> yeah fuck you tate taylor yeah tate taylor he hasn't been impressing me. No. I like that he's gay. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that he lives on a plantation. <laughs> it seems really weird to me that this role was written for a white actress initially. Well, it's weird that it was written for a white actress and then it obviously ended up going to Octavia Spencer. So then he just put racism in it. Yeah, he just like Like you could have just given her the exact same role. Like I don't know if we need completely fine. A poorly handled racism commentary. Not sure. Don't know we needed that. I'm not sure about I'm not sure we needed that as a bonus. Mm. And quite the star-studded cast, both Octavia Spencer and Alison Janney are Oscar-winning actresses, and Juliette Lewis is an Oscar-nominated actress. What did Alison Janney win for? Ooh, let me have a little look-see for Please. you. Uh, in, in the meantime, I will relay my last piece of trivia, yeah, which funny. is a little bit of foreshadowing that I didn't pick up on until I did some research, which early on in the movie, Jeannie thanks Maggie for saving her life when she pushes her wheelchair up a hill, Maggie then replies in a very awkward fashion, you too. She's embarrassed, but it's ultimately prophetic as Jeannie does end up saving her life. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Oh, Alison Janney is six foot tall and is, oh. has the same birthday as me. Oh my god. We're both November 19th. Scorpios. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and she won Best Performance by an Actress's Supporting Role for I, Tonya in 2017. Oh, so it's like recent. Okay, interesting. There you go. Okay. Okay. Gorge. It's goofy time. I don't know what... Oh, okay. All right. Um, all right. All right. Excellent. Excellent content. Thank you. This is what the people want. <laughs> right. Goof Goof time. So, Sue Ann in the film at some point is having a pedicure, which again, seems like a fairly pointless scene, but you know, whatever. Yeah. After getting in an argument with an old woman next to her, which again, isn't really an argument. It's just mostly this woman like being randomly re- i can't even remember what happens anyway it doesn't matter she has an argument with this old woman and she lifts the arm of the chair like the pedicure chair in order to get out of it twice like she lifts it up and then we have a reverse shot or whatever and then we go uh, back yeah and she's open <laughs> it again yeah. Yeah. she's <laughs> off twice twice in one go and then when sue ann and ben go to get drinks they <laughs> we noticed this whilst we were watching yeah we actually noticed this one we both said wait 
Yeah. What ha- what happened there? <laughs> so when Sue Ann and Ben go to get drinks together, they order their drinks, the waiter disappears with their drink orders, and despite never ever reappearing, the drinks magically appear on their table like partway through their conversation. And it's not like any time has passed, we don't cut away to anything else. No. It's like it's the same. The drinks are just there. The drinks and are just half there. drunk too, because he he takes like the last sip of his like double whiskey or whatever, and, and then, then starts get threatening and leaves. Her. But yeah. like we only we only see him take one sip, and it's like the last it's sip, done. and the waiter never comes back. So that's that was that was what I meant by like spotty editing, because that Magical seemed particularly drinks. incredibly <laughs> jankily done. The, the cuts in that. <laughs> bad it just reminded me of that episode of miranda where she has that weird american guy over for a date and her mom is accidentally hiding in her apartment and he's like can i get another scotch please and whilst he's saying that her mom has poured another scotch into his glass and he turns around he's like wow you seem to have everything (laughs) under control that's sexy in a woman (laughs) like he just doesn't that's so funny he like doesn't even like think about the fact that it just magically appeared from that same episode <laughs> every time i take out a pair of like like any a pair of glasses what the fuck am i talking about anytime i take out like drinking glasses to use i always say in my head use the nice tumblers because she says that in that episode <laughs> and it makes me laugh every single time <laughs> right okay uh when maggie goes to check on her sick dog i can't remember what the dog's name is we see that she's wearing no. the earring that ma had already stolen several days earlier but they're missing again for the rest of the movie and no she did not get them back when her and Haley yeah broke they into never Ma's get the house. jewelry back so and no. it, i assume it burnt in a fire so yeah uh-oh yep would do <laughs> and this this one's good because this this speaks to me on a spiritual level at one of the scenes in town, we see Erica successfully pull a door open despite it having a push sign on it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, I really wish things would go that way that that well for me every time I try and yeah, push that's a pull luck, door or like the opposite. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> Wonderful. Okay. Shall we do ask the public? Always. So in this segment. For those of you who don't know, I will select a handful of deranged reviews from IMDb and Amazon, and I've decided to sprinkle in some YouTube comments from underneath the YouTube trailer comments are too. absolutely demented, so very excited about Oh yeah, this. I'm really excited about the YouTube uh, comments bit. Very excited. Okay, so so first we're going to do reviews, and let me get my <clears throat> my dramatic reading voice ready. An old, tired genre by Jacob. I'm 65. There's nothing new in this old genre of teenage horror. What what? Octavia Spencer is in it? Okay, it's a must see. No stars given. <laughs> what what? What what? Octavia Spencer? It's That's like good. we're literally seeing his live thoughts as he's like, you know, looking up this movie. Uh, there's nothing new in this genre of teenage horror. What what? 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 Octavia Spencer is in it. Okay, it's How? a must see. Like he he does a one eighty in the review. It sounds like he hasn't seen the movie, which is interesting. No, I'm not convinced. As a review goes, <laughs> I like when people start a review at their age too. I'm 65. I'm 65, so, you know. and here's my opinion. Uh, 
Interesting, <laughs> Jacob. Jacob. Yes. Okay. Three Min Too Long by DB. The movie is good until the last three minutes. Then it is just unrealistic script with crap CGI. 2.5 stars. So I think this is interesting that the last three minutes ruined it for her. But him or them, I'm not exactly sure why it was the last three minutes that broke it. And I can't quite think of the CGI that was particularly heinous. Maybe the fire was bad looking, but I can't remember. No. 2.5 2.5 stars though. I wonder if it was originally five stars. It was and that, down that to three 2. minutes to get took in half the last off. three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like for each minute they took off half a star. That's not how maths works. But <laughs> the point stands. Right. Bad by Master. <laughs> when I watched the trailer, I thought it would be a good movie about a doctor. Oh. Seriously, the movie is very bad and I don't consider to watch. 0.5 <laughs> stars. Okay. Why did they think it was going to be about a doctor? Well, this is my question because I watched the trailer to see if it was misleading and that it would be that Alice and Janney was implied to be a main, <laughs> main character. character. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> the vet stuff is barely in it. <laughs> why? So why did this person think that this was going to be like? I'm thinking they didn't even think it was a horror movie. They I don't think so. I think it was like a drama a about a doctor. I don't know. A I serious mean, drama about a doctor who was bullied in high school, and I'm just wondering how they got that implication. I will say a couple of Octavia Spencer's outfits are very. I'm a nurse off duty. Yes. They are, absolutely. Like, she's almost wearing scrubs. (laughs) Full time. In every scene. Yes. Except that one time where she has the fun red hat. That's the exception to the rule. Oh! How could I forget about the fun red hat and, like, the the matching jacket and trousers or whatever? The best. Like, like, I don't even know, velvet flares or something she has going on. It's a very strong look. Yeah. Right. Another bad, but this one's by Coco. If you like stupid, this film's for you. Bad acting, bad (laughs) storyline, nuff said, no stars given. (laughs) Nice one, Coco. Nuff said. Thank you, Coco. Um, I mean, sure. (laughs) I I actually don't really have much to disagree with there. The next one makes me laugh. All right. This bitch is crazy, exclamation mark, (laughs) by Lola Bunny. This was the most liked review on Amazon. I love this movie. Love spelled L-U-V. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Heart emoji, bunny emoji, five stars. Oh, now. Now there's, okay. So there's, there's things that are interesting here. This film came out in 2019, so this is not a <laughs> this is not an example of like a MySpace teenager no, writing a no. review for a movie because this is this was two years ago. <laughs> Her name is Lola Bunny, as in Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Yes, which is in interesting that she's made she it sort her of entire a personality user photo and i just wonder if men are just sexy in what way is it sexy of lola bunny or is it sexy no, of, her... of a lady I, I didn't click on it to make it big but it just seemed like a woman sort of pouting and doing like you know the fish lip pouting thing that was oh, popular iconic. in the 2000s yeah but with like lots of you know, cleavage 10 years ago just below it because it's such oh, yeah. an overhead I shot really... and it's like I so really like when people do that when it's 
it's like it's the shot is from so high up that you get sort of a lot of forehead no chin and then just boob like yes. just cleavage but like not like good cleavage like the cleavage that's just like a very straight line that goes all the way up to your collarbone yes exactly exactly you've got very you've hit, very it, hit the nail on the head look and i was wondering if that's why she's the most popular reviewer on amazon <laughs> and that she's just got like a legion of amazon men who love her not sure oh my god of course the amount of just like horniness that takes place on the internet that is always unanticipated and terrifying <laughs> is really something for example you know the website quora which is a bit like yahoo answers but for like fake academics yeah every once in a while like i'll look something up on quora and like in the recommended answers for today thing it will be like someone will have asked have you ever had sex with your mother oh and yeah you'll be like uh you'll be like huh what now what's now <laughs> now what's now, all this hang on, what's all this um and then you'll click on it and it's just men who have written like erotica oh my about god having that's sex so with their funny mothers that you bring that in, up because, in the quora thing yeah because i get quora like emails because i just like forget to unsubscribe and it'll be like something yeah, scandalous too. and then i'll go in the comments and it's literally all just like weird it's like fictional, fictional erotica yeah it, all the comments and i was just like what the fuck is happening what's going on here i don't know i really really weird it's bizarre people have been cast out from the other corners of the internet and now they're just forced yeah where porn is no longer allowed yeah right in cora uh comment section very strange very strange it's a recommended deep dive it's very bizarre okay continue okay this one might be my favorite no wonder by nemo no wonder our young children are going crazy. All those drugs and movies like this give them ideas. I didn't watch the whole movie. Just <laughs> skipped around to see what movies are out there now. More into <laughs> documentaries and biographies. I'm more into the classics like Giant. One star. <laughs> What's Giant? What's Giant? I'm looking I it don't up know. It's so as we speak. Giant like, movie. I feel like there's quite a few things okay. that have got to be called giant. No, no, hang on. There's a film from 1956, so if we're talking okay. classics, I assume that's what they mean. Yeah. Called Giant, and it is a Western drama. I would give you a very brief synopsis. Oh my god, okay, no, the synopsis is very long. There seems to be, there's some ranch hands, there's a horse that's called Warwinds. Oh. There's a lot of things about crude oil i'm sure it's a good movie but i think it's a very very difficult comparison to make between this movie and ma the 2019 thriller horror movie yeah that's a that's a strange one yeah that's a weird one i just (laughs) i only skipped through to see what movies are out now more into documentaries and biographies. Like, Thank you for that. That info. sounds like the worst person ever. Oh my god, honestly. He sounds so boring. So boring. That it's reducing me to tears just conceptualizing this oh man. Oh my god. All right, final uh, review. Worth the Watch by William. I do not recommend purchasing the movie, <laughs> but I do recommend watching. Oh. It definitely rate R. Great characters and character development. 
not sure if it should have been a release in the movies, four stars. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of mixed messages coming here from William. (laughs) I'm very confused. He doesn't think it should have appeared in cinemas. He doesn't think you should buy it. But but he he does does think that you should should somehow watch it. I'm I'm confused. (sighs) I I just don't understand what he's saying. Like, no, he, he said a he lot, like but it? he said nothing at the same time. Yeah. Well, I guess so, because he gave it four stars. Yeah. But he didn't seem to be that passionate about it because he doesn't want it to no. ha- gain any money. <laughs> no, he's like, this movie should have made zero dollars, but you <laughs> this, should watch it. And it's four stars. should have put everyone who was involved into bankruptcy, but I do think <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. YouTube, YouTube comments. comments. Very excited. Absolutely demented. I'm, very, I'm just going to reel these off. Fine. I've noticed a lot of horror movies has just two letters. XD. Like, as in the emoji. Um, it. Us. Ma. Thank you for that, sir. Um, this was Is the that most all underrated movie. No. Yeah, yeah, those are the... I thought you meant all of the YouTube comments. No, that was just all the movies he could list. Just three. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of them. It, Us, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> it, Done. Us, Ma. Done. That's the list. That's quite a lot. Okay. All right. This is the most underrated movie of 2019. Um? <laughs> not sure about Underrated that. is not the term I would use, but no. okay. I can't wait for the prequel. What? Grandma. Oh. So... That's not how prequels work. No. The thing is, like, how would she be a grandma in the prequel? Or is it just somebody... It's just a movie about someone else's grandma, but somehow a prequel to this. Is it a prequel about her grandma? Maybe. Who... Like... I I mean... (laughs) Huh. Now, that would almost be interesting. All right, Stella, I need you to prepare yourself... Right. ...for this. I'm prepared. Is it only me, or are y'all just as happy as me seeing Farkle Minkus? (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm sorry, that's funny every time. It made me piss myself when I copied it down the other day, but... It's still funny Wait, now. Please say that again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it only me, or are y'all just as happy as me? <laughs> God, <shit>. seeing Farkle Minkus. Who? <laughs> <laughs> right. So he plays Andy. Farkle was in, was in Boy Meets. Now that, now that's good. <laughs> Farkle Minkus. Oh, and it ends with a heart emoji. I just think you should know that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that people had a crush on some boy called Farkle Minkus's children. Farkle Minkus. <laughs> who, who named him that? <laughs> I'm in pain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. uh. 
Farkle Minkus. <laughs> I should have left that one till last because none of these others are going <laughs> to okay, measure up it's now, fine, but I'll, it's I'll fine, keep it's going. Fine. Yeah. All right. Feel like this is the scariest movie because this could actually happen and some people actually might do this if not kept in a mental ward. <laughs> That's like, a really if we interesting don't lock interpretation. Up all people, someone's going to do this. <laughs> someone's going to do it. It's just a matter of time. Um, I like the concept <laughs> that they they don't. Do they not know that they're armored, like, serial killers that already, like, exist? Yeah, yeah, they, they think this has never happened. <laughs> this has never happened it, before. But it could, and that's so scary. <laughs> oh, dear. Ma character is so relatable. Oh. The pain never goes away. Sometimes I think of the most inhumane things to get back at my bullies or people who have done me wrong. Society never sheds light on this. Um... Okay, now I think that's the person that needs to be put in a mental, in- mental, a mental institution like that other mental. person said, because they're the one who's gonna fucking kick off. <laughs> they're soon. gonna do this. They're gonna like, do this. The, just the society never sheds light on this. Yeah, we as a society never talk about bullying. No, if there's one thing that society doesn't talk about, it's bullying. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you the amount of times that I've wanted to talk about bullying specifically in high school and everyone and they just, silences everyone me. said no I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. That well we everyone keep an eye on that person. Yeah. All right, this is a favorite. I remember I went to see this movie at the theater and there was a fight between two girls and everyone just got up and looked over to see what's going on. <laughs> good that's a good yeah that's a good review of a film now that's what i want to hear is i don't want to hear your opinions about the film (laughs) i just want to hear what happened whilst you were watching the film specifically yeah two girls got in some fight i got into like a fist fight (laughs) in the cinema there's two deranged ones in a row here so she's doing all of that because of what they did to her in her school days i absolutely get her and then the next one why am I literally attached to Ma now? People, oh. she is a pedophile. I would not be. Mate, there's got to be someone out there yourselves. who's like who's like kin with Ma. Oh no, don't don't manifest no. that. No, I bet there is. I'm gonna look on. I'm gonna look on Tumblr right now. Oh no, I'm, I'm not gonna Ma look on kin. Tumblr. There's got to be. I mean, there was people who were like kin with like. <laughs> Oh, I saw someone who, earlier today who was kin with Henry Lee Lucas from Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. So, you know, anything's fucking possible, isn't it? That ruined yeah. my day, frankly. I think it would. <laughs> All right. Um, next one. We've got a couple more. Please, let's go. If they're not allowed to go upstairs, then they are stuck in the basement for life. <laughs> <laughs> just love that like they can never yeah. leave if they can't go they're just, and they had the little like fear face like oh they're no these scared. people are stuck in the basement <laughs> they're right, worried this is my about absolute it. favorite my boy josh said we must see this so i guess i'm in <laughs> <laughs> my boy josh my boy josh, my boy josh he said we gotta see this film he said we gotta we see gotta. this flick <laughs> and so they did so he's in all right, our final one. 
pretty much the most unique horror movie I've ever seen. Wow. Now see that is a glowing review. High praise. Very high praise for this high movie. High praise indeed. That I would say does not deserve it, admittedly no. speaking. Right, shall we get into the scores? Okay. Right, critics hat on. What does your critics hat look like very quickly? Because we're running out of time. It's a decapitated and taxidermied head of Farkle Minkus. Nice. Love it. What's yours? Mine is a glowing neon sign strapped to my head of a flamingo. Oh, nice. All right. How good is that out of 10? This movie is a four out of 10 goodness. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Personal preference, despite your critical score, how much do you like it out of 10? I'd say like a mm, six. Yeah. Me too. I enjoyed it more than I think it's good, for sure. Yeah. And then fear factor. How scary do you find it out of five? A one. One for me, too. So we both have a score of 11. Oh. Which means this gets a 22 all up. So this movie oh, is our second no. ever movie to get... It gets fed to the monster. See ya, Ma. <laughs> oh, it's going Octavia down as a dumbwaiter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry to Octavia Spencer, but down it. I mean, you know, listen, the monster's gonna really enjoy it. Uh, yeah, uh, at least I'm he gonna gets go a over nice here. Snack. I'm going over to the, the dumb waiter, gonna put it in. All right. All Good right. luck. And down it goes. Oh, listen to him. See, he loves it. He's hungry. It's a nice, tasty snack for the little man. He's not little, yeah, he's not he a man, it. but you know. No, he he's very large. He's very large and very hungry. So even though it may have not been the best movie, it has been greatly enjoyed by us and now even more so the monster. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, it's all fine. Every movie gets enjoyed in some way or another. Yep. All right. Well, it's time to get going. I hope you've learnt your bloody lesson about underage drinking. I don't think they're underage. You sure? Admittedly, it is hard to tell. Your face is awfully blurry. You should do something about that. Skincare is not your enemy. Here's a bottle I like to use. Just be careful not to ingest it, inject it, get it on your hair, on your clothes, or get it in your eyes. I brewed it up myself with the help of my toxic greenhouse and me beloved toads. She really knows her poisons. I mean skincare. Uh, and hopefully it'll make you less blurry. And hopefully we'll still see you next time. And we'll always be here, creeping around the Gorporium. See you soon. And before
before we go, I just want to thank you for listening and supporting the Gorporium. It means a lot to us. And of course, a huge thank you to our editor and night manager, Beck Gray, our executive producer and head in a jar, Brendan Hill, and our dad, Tyler Massey, for our theme song. You can find us weekly music podcasts at WMSCP. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts and you like what you hear, giving us a star rating or review is always very appreciated. And if you want to follow us on social media, we are at Gorporium on Twitter. See you next time at the Gorporium.